All right. I think our levels are mostly okay. Do I need to? Oh, mostly okay. Okay. Do I need to adjust? Okay. 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 All right. Cool. 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 Oh, cool. 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 Ooh, face. Hello and welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? Hey, you looked at me. Whoa. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Um, it feels a little low energy right now in this room, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> like, um, do you want to talk about maybe why? Or I don't know. Do you, what is your sugar baker moment is what I should um, say. We're skipping the holidays. It's National Coffee Day. I guess everyone's probably excited about that. I guess so. But um, you know what coffee is. You know you know what coffee is. So there you go. Um, Although, Leslie, one question for you. Do you what? like coffee ice cream? I don't dislike it. You don't but like it. Stop it. <laughs> I've learned this. Like, not that. Like, coffee is ice cream is a very unpopular ice cream oh, flavor. Really? I thought everyone liked it growing up. I was like, what? But yeah, no. But you like it? I do. I don't think yeah. I've had it recently, but I do. Cool. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I just you're wanted good. to like check. That was like a theory I have is that like yeah. people don't like it. And <laughs> you are proving it. Survey says Survey one person says. doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah. So therefore, well, you're my whole world. So therefore, Ugh, ah, <laughs> asshole. Um, do you have a sugar baker moment? I have a couple of small ones. Okay. Um, so I did my first ever in-person craft show. Oh yeah. On Thursday. And you were there. I was there. You know about that. Yeah. And that was, it was good. It was a very good intro to that world. Uh-huh. Um, How do you feel back. about it? Pretty good. I've got okay. a few more scheduled, so. Good. Hopefully over the holiday season, that'll happen. Yeah. And I survived conference, concert season at my yes. other work. Um, it was a very busy and long concert season. Mm -hmm. Last year, I think we had seven total and this year we had like 15 or something oh my gosh yeah it was a lot oh wow um and then Did you also, work all the concerts you worked most of them i missed you? two of them Holy i missed crap. the first one and i missed old crow but i saw i did all oh, the rest of them Oh, okay okay yep a lot of them were during the week which Ugh. why Ugh. uh like four that. to midnight on a weekday oh, after working on. from seven no, to four no, is no. like not Oof. who planned this no the answer that. is me i did you did, um, yeah. I signed yeah, up to work those shifts. <laughs> Leslie, that's the secret is whoever, whenever you ask who planned this, it's always it's you. It's always, yeah. Why that's you it. did this to yourself? Because um, it comes from me. That's why I did it. <laughs> yeah. And then we saw Judy today together. There we go. Yeah. Yep. That was awesome. Uh, I recommend it. Yeah. Renee we Zellweger were did a great job. balling at the end. Yep. And uh, I was captivated during yeah. the movie. And it was beautiful. Yeah. The editing, we noticed, too, yes. was, like, superb. Yes. Good job. Some good writing, some good editing. It, yep. It was a screenplay. So, wait, not screenplay. So, uh, uh, it was a play. Play, sorry. Yeah. Of course it was a screenplay. <laughs> it was a play. Um, so, that is, that was good. Yeah. And I didn't know that they were going to focus on that part of her life. And I really yeah. I didn't, that. I'd only seen, like, a teaser so i didn't yeah. really know yeah much about it going in and i liked that yeah yes exactly so we yeah. won't spoil for anyone else yeah nope how about you uh so i will 
jump on the bandwagon that yeah going to see judy with you today uh the first showing at alamo was really fun um leslie got me buffalo bites Noms. and and coke from uh help from helping you at the craft show is what she said because <laughs> i'm your hype monster she's i think my, you said, she's my hype lady now you said hype lady but you and tiffany haddish best hype ladies in true. history but um recently i called myself a monster to my friend jennifer because she got me these like um uh fruity pebble treats that <laughs> i want to for my birthday that was like my like you know birthday cake and I've been thinking about those Fruity Pebble treats for like ever. I want to go get some. Noms. I want to go get some Fruity Pebbles and some eggless uh, marshmallows and make them again. Do and it. I told, but like she, like when she presented, presented them to me, she was like, they are not good. <laughs> and I really liked them. And I was like, I guess I'm just a monster. <laughs> and so when I was telling her that I'm your hype lady, I was, and she said, are you, are you with a hype monster? I was like, yeah, I'm a hype monster. That kind of works. Hype monster. So I was, um, I guess, helping to sell things when I went to visit Leslie yep. um, on Thursday. And I will do that so much. It's I'm hard so to, well, let's see. I'm trying to like have that balance of support, but not steamroll, basically. Right. Like, how can it's I be It's a delicate like, balance. It's hard. Like, how can I make sure I'm helping? I think it is the same thing I do whenever I'm a really good salesperson. Um, because I don't give a shit. I'm never on commission and I always <laughs> use what I'm selling. Yeah. So I'll be like, just honest, be like, this is what I like. This is maybe it's not. And I'm not worried about being pushy and making people get stuff they don't want. So I guess that well, that's why I was pretty good. You sure you don't want to celebrate National Coffee Day? <laughs> Sorry. We're so tired because like we started early in order to go to this like early movie. And then yeah. like it's like a not a hyped movie. It's not, it's not like a hype no, up movie. Not at all. It's pretty, pretty d- dour. Yeah. <laughs> will, and then beautiful. I just had an Imatrex. So my blood pressure. Oh, about shit. To that's torment. true. Oh, no. Um, do you want to just like stop taping? I'll just go. Just, just you'll just a, go. Just take a nap. Get out. Quick. I'm gonna go take a nap at oh my 4 p.m. <laughs> yes, Sunday. That's the best nap time. Um, I uh, okay. So going to see Judy Alma was with you was very fun. I do love Alma Draft House. We talk about them all the time. We do. It's a good place. Yeah, I did not get to the one in L.A. before I left. But I'm sure it looks the same as what I see here. <laughs> I'm sure it's always the same. Yeah. Oh, Leslie. Oh, let's Sorry. hurry. Let's get through Just this. Just don't look at me the rest of I won't look at you. So. Uh, your craft show and hanging with the buddies who showed up was yeah. one of my moments. It was um, great. This whole week I've been hanging out with people. I saw my friend Lee with, at her new house. I hung out with my brother and watched. I don't know if that was that this week or last week that I um, um, hung out with him and watched Into the Spider-Verse and played uh marvel xbox and nice. um yeah so we saw karen phillip and buddies and stuff at um uh the craft show and uh yes yeah, so that was kind of my uh, have hanging with buddies as like my sugar baker moment but then also a cool thing that my parents did is they get um o2 fitness um has like free memberships for people who are like senior senior citizens i don't know what it oh. is if it's like your a cool rp or like yeah. what is it but um so they have a free membership with my parents and I was saying that when I got like some money I wanted to set up a membership as well. I went with my mom as a guest recently and I was like I'm kind of like bored and I'm not as moving around as much from I used to walk to and from work. Yeah. And I used to walk like 10,000 steps at a hospital because that's I was pretty much standing and walking all, all day. day. Yeah. So I was feeling like, oof, I'm just kind of like, I felt myself like slowing down like mentally, like <laughs> being really sad and like, what am I doing? I wanted a project such as like health. And so I got a call from my parents, or my mom, 
and she said they had added me to like their family membership. Nice. So I started going, and that so that was my sugar baker moment of like, oh, I, now I can just go to a gym whenever I want. Um, so that was nice. And then I do have. Did you say all your shout outs? I don't. Didn't, did I don't you have any? I had any? Okay, that's why I. That's I should have said that the other way. Like, did you have shout outs? <laughs> did you say them? Um, I have some. I forgot to say last week that I've been listening to the Good Places podcast. Ooh. Um, which is with um Kevin, aka Mark Evan. Yep. Uh, Mark Evan Fart. What's his name? I don't remember because <laughs> I want to say Mark Evan Evan Hansen. I'm like, nope, that's that play. Uh, <laughs> Mark Evan Jacobs. Shit. Sure, Kevin, I'm gonna Kevin. try to look it up. Um, uh, he's the host, and so I really, really adore him. So I was pretty excited to listen to. And the Good Place is like my favorite show because I like all of like Mike Sure shows. As mm-hmm. we know, we talk about them all the time, and this one is like to me like the pinnacle of like the writing and the character building and all that stuff. And um, so uh, I started listening to the Good Place podcast, and don't listen to it until you've watched through season one yeah because that is they that's, they start it in season two and yeah don't listen to it till don't you, don't, to don't it start with until the first you episode until you finish mark evan jackson jackson thank you yep um that's close to hansen and then there's close. what is it evan hansen whatever is that like musical we're going dear evan hansen is a musical yes so he's messing me up with his <laughs> three-part name um but one thing i like that they do on that show is they have something that reminds us of our sugar breaker moments even though we don't always have something to say is uh mark asks what's good oh, to the people cute. at the end it's, it's like show people it's the actors and the yeah. creators and there's like a, a great the woman who um finds i think her name is Cam- camille who finds all their locations and she was talking about how they use um the huntington library a lot you know like so it's the people who work on the show but he asked what's good and i love oh, it because so it makes us think of our sh- me think yeah. of our sugar baker moments and it can be something like like a charity that they mm-hmm. like or it can be just like something like nice that happened that week or whatever it doesn't have to be anything particular so i love that um i've also been watching so much tv but i will go ahead and just shout out on alone that i've been talking to you about my little mountain men <laughs> all week because uh, in the first season there are only men so right. um i think it might be a canadian show i meant to look and see it's mm-hmm. on history channel here and it's on hulu also cool um but uh it is vancouver island 10 survival experts uh they're they're, they're at least trained in some sort of survival for the second season it is like there are survivalists who like train other people how to survive nice so i don't i don't remember how uh the first season was all set up but um they are dropped off on an island and they are given uh equipment to record to self-document uh-huh and basically they just have to outlast each other okay and within the first week half of them are gone gone uh because they have they have a thing they have a satellite phone they can be like i'm out and like one like one his uh water was tainted uh there was yeah that was bad like he just wasn't like he early like farther up in the source of water it was not healthy and right so like i think there was like dead fish and that kind of stuff and so like, even though he filtered up it was a mess and he was like sick and then like there were like bears nope. there was uh yeah so like that's the thing it's not always like you know but what i like about it is um it, they're not because like you'd ask them, like what was like the premise like are they trying to get together and like survive no they're literally just trying to like outlast kind of outlast each other each other yeah but they don't know 
like, like even when the guy there, won, what they're doing like he didn't know that yeah. he won until they told him like oh we have a news for you you've outlasted everyone right but um it's really about like yourself uh-huh. you, that you're like oh what 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 is my because they all have these conversations that's what i love about it is it's a little bit like i get to be a chaplain without having to be a chaplain because i get to hear <laughs> people's stories yeah uh but not have to do anything with it um but they are you know it's a lot of alone times so they talk a lot but then also they all said something like okay what is my purpose what do i want to prove by being here uh-huh. have i proved it is it time for me to go that kind of stuff That's so cool. i got so into it i was watching it so much and you because you're for my experience was because i was with them um like watching them like learn how to find water and make a shelter and like find food and all that kind of stuff i'm like rooting them all on yeah yeah Aww. like that was the thing that was like i just want you all to like win and then the one when he won it's a half a million dollars that you win that's a lot of money but it was so cute that his wife came to get him and surprised him and they had like the money and she asked what he wanted to do with it and, oh, are you going to sit on me? Are you going to sit on mommy? What? Sonny came over. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm too animated. Um, but he, he was really cute about what he wanted to do with it. Uh, and then one final one is The Immortalist by Chloe Benjamin. Ooh. It's the book I've been reading. Yeah. My friend Elizabeth D'Angelo sent it to me a while ago. And I have, like, some dyslexia and my brain is, like, damaged. So I'm not so good at, at reading. Especially, like, paper books because on my Kindle I can use the dyslexic font. Yeah, that's um, really cool. Yeah, I like that. You go, Kindle. Uh, but um, I brought it to work this week, and I was able. Oh, I see. I was talking too loud, and now she's like, <laughs> "Sunny is like, I am going to sit on you." Uh, she's so cute. Um, uh, we're talking to Leslie's cat, who is wonderful, and we both love her very much. And now she's biting Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> love bites. Love bites. Sorry, you were talking about your book. Uh, but I, it's the premise of the book is that these four siblings go to a woman who, uh, I don't remember if they know this going in, but she supposedly is like amazing, like fortune teller, and she tells all of them the date that they're gonna die. Ooh. So then you read the rest of the book. (laughs) Read the rest of the book. And like and some of them are like I remember we only hear it from the perspective of I think the oldest daughter and she is like pissed at like that and and also she didn't charge any of them. And she was pissed and she's like, That's it? Like what? And she did not want to know. But that's the book. It's like if you know the date you're gonna die, like how does it affect what do you how you do live? Like what do you do? And is it also a bit of like a self fulfilling prophecy? Like all that's into it. So I got to read like a hundred pages of it and I'm way into it. And I was really excited about that. So those are all my shout outs and all the Leslie. <laughs> I need to do a video of this. You guys are ridiculous. She's just like annoying Sunny and, and, and Sunny is also annoying Sunny her. started it. Exactly. You guys are just fighting. Don't need to separate you two. So funny. She might get mad about that. I know she would not be happy. Um, so, do you want me to talk about this episode? Yeah, what did we watch this week? So, this week we watched Season 6, Episode 12, which is titled Real Scary Men. And, of course, that title threw me off going into it. I never read the synopses. I just look at the title sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it first aired December 9th, Spoilers. 1991. Spoilers, right. <laughs> you can't read TV Guide spoilers. December 9th, 1991, another non-Christmassy Christmas season episode. It's weird. <laughs> it's a weird one. Uh, TV Guide reads, after their van breaks down, the gals stumble upon Anthony's new age tribal bonding weekend in the woods. Um, uh, with Tino and Sana, and it doesn't say who that is, but Simba is played by Charles Levin. Davis is Doug Ballard. 
Uh, and then there are Wild Men of James Keen and Tom Kendall. Oh, Kendall, speaking of. Speaking of. Um, so it's just a whole bunch of dudes that are here in this episode. Yeah. Leslie, what happens? So this one is weird because I feel like they aired it out of order from yeah. the plot. Because the last episode was like about, there was like the Yuletide, whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. But then now in this episode, they're supposedly, and we'll get into it, but like they're going um, on a business trip to go antiquing in the Georgia mountains. Mm-hmm. And Julia specifically says stuff about the fall foliage. Yes. That she wants to see the fall foliage. Yeah. But like it's well, the, last the last time it was December. December. So I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I know Georgia is always like kind of hot and like maybe the leaves are still changing in December. I don't know their don't lives, know. but it seems weird. Anyway, sorry. I'll look it up and see if I can find anything about that. We start off as usual. Uh, Carlene comes in and hopes she's not late, but she's super excited that they're taking this business trip. And um, she picked up a few things and um, she's like, so, so, so it sounds like this. And Mary Jo is like business like because she's like, it sounds so, so. And Mary Jo says business like. Mm-hmm. And Carlene's like, yes, Mary Jo, you always <laughs> have the right word for every occasion. But she went to this boutique called the Sharper Lady for business gals on the go and got them a whole bunch of stuff, including an easy snoozer headrest, which is just a neck pillow. Just a neck pillow. Um, she puts it on Allison's neck, and she talks about how great it is and how she can catch up on a few Zs without messing up your power hairdo. And then Julia's got a camera, and she, like, snaps a picture of Allison wearing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Carlene's like, it says it on the box. It's used by many prominent executives. And Allison's like, try used by many prominent nerds. And then she's like, why didn't you... Why didn't you get some pocket protectors while you're at it? And Carlene's like, oh, I'm way ahead of you. (laughs) And Julia's like, that's very sweet that you did all that, but you didn't have to. It's only a three-hour drive. And Carlene says, well, those people on Gilligan's Island only thought they were going on a three-hour tour. Mm -hmm. Good point. Also, these ladies do not have a good history of road trips or any of such things. So maybe it's better to be prepared. I forgot until they went up to the cabin. I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to just end in tears. They never do all of these. And Mary Jo's like, and thank goodness Ginger and Mr. Howell both overpacked. And Carlene's like, my point exactly. Um, and then this is where Julia talks about going into the George Mountains um, and not needing any special equipment because they're just going antiquing. And Anthony, um, they're asking where he is. He has called. He's going to be late. He had another difficult night. And Mary Jo asks Allison if she's still trying to drive him out of the house. This is getting a little ridiculous. It's uh, too much. I don't like it. And Allison says it's not really driving him out. Her therapist said that she should be like subtle and subliminal. Also, what her therapist shouldn't be telling her That's really to kick this man out of his house. Yeah. It's, like, it's weird. No. Um, and Julia says, do you call putting no-dos in his decaf coffee being subliminal? How about... Um, putting cayenne pepper in his nose drop a that suggestion horrible. that's so terrible and allison says um he still doesn't know that she took in the leg holes of his jockey shorts an inch yeah. that's rude and yeah. she says uh she wonders when he'll notice that and then he comes in and he's pissed off and he's, he's like pulling himself. at his shorts yeah. butt count we joked but, yeah, while I we know. were we watching you know butt count for anthony um and he's like i know what you've been up to i know you're trying to drive me insane i know you poisoned my nose drops and put something in my coffee and i'm pretty sure you've been messing with my underwear it's just mean that's horrible and allison tells him he's just being paranoid and he says um i think i think she's talking to julia i think he she even did something to my cereal this morning when i was eating my rice krispies they were going snack crackle kill (laughs) snap crackle kill 
That's ridiculous. And Mary Jo says, are you two going to be at it all weekend? Because if you are, I think I'll just stay home and give my dog a flea dip. Can we meet this dog? This dog. I just want to meet this dog that she's always talking about that we've never seen. Oh, God, I need to look up. uh, You know, I don't remember who I was conversing with, but we were talking about how we never, ever see Brownie. Never see the dog. Never see Brownie. And Carlene says, oh, you know, Anthony's not going with us. He's meeting with some guys from this new men's center. They're going to drop him off. And he says, and when you pick me up, I'm going to have a signed contract um, for decorating the men's center. And Mary Jo thought that Julia would be totally against decorating a men's center. Um, And Carlene's like, no, there have to be all boys clubs. Otherwise, there wouldn't be all girls clubs. (laughs) She's like, it's like back in summer camp when they put all the boys on one side of the lake and all the girls on the other side of the lake. I wonder why they did that, Mary Jo says. Maybe it was a sneaky way to teach us how to swim. (laughs) I like that. And then Carlene starts talking about Girl Scout Camp, which will come up again at the end of the episode. She said they would sing songs and tell secrets and make fun of their mama's ugly hairdos. And they'd laugh and laugh and laugh until they'd wet their pants from the sheer excitement of it all. And um, Mary Jo says, maybe while Anthony is male bonding, we can do some female bonding. And Julia says, famous last words, whatever happens, it's going to be beautiful driving through the fall foliage. Why did she do that? And then we cut to a horrendous thunderstorm. They are coming up to this cabin draped in trash bags. Yep. And Carlene's is, of course, ever the optimist. She says she feels like a pioneer woman and she's really good. Like, it's really good that they have these hefty bags. And, And Julia says, yes, you know, otherwise this might have been unpleasant. Yeah. And Carlene asks how far they think they've walked since the van broke down. And Mary Jo says, I don't know, however far uh, miserable women walking down a mud road <laughs> slash river can walk in an hour and a half. And Mary Jo actually has mud on her. No one else really She does. She, but on her pants and her shoes. You I can noticed. tell throughout the whole episode. Yeah. Um, and Allison is trailing behind them. Uh, she was worried about her shoes. And Mary Jo can't imagine being so concerned about your shoes that you put Ziploc bags on your feet. My brother so. did that once when it was like uh, snowing, and he is a dummy anyway <laughs> with his like shoes. He wore Birkenstocks with socks, but it was snowing, and so he ended up having to put like ba- plastic bags around his feet. Oh no! I know, so that his little feet wouldn't get like wouldn't wet get in the snow. yeah soaked Ridiculous. in the snow. Um, and then Carlene says, "Really cutting down on her traction." And then she finally comes up, and you know she's gloating that her shoes are fine. And how Mary Jo looks like she borrowed boots from her best friend, the Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. Carlene, of course, thinks all of this is really exciting. Yeah. And Allison says, you think everything's exciting. You probably think static on television is exciting. Carlene says, oh, you mean snow? I love that. that oh, my God. That was so rude. Um, and apparently we find out that the men's club is in here. Like, they, they dropped Anthony off and then they left and then they like, broke what? down and then that they had to walk back. That is too convenient. Yeah, right? Um, and Mary Jo says there's probably just a bunch of old fuddy-duddies in their, in their smoking jackets inside. And so Mary Jo knocks. And Anthony comes out dressed in animal print, his face painted. I was instantly, like, offended. Like, what has been yeah, happening Yeah, like, what's here? happening? Why is he looking like, like, what white people's idea of Africans are? Yeah. I mean. It's offensive. I'm not mad at how much is on display. Sorry, Anthony. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry but about it. I'm not mad at that, but I am mad at the potential racism (laughs) yeah and he says it turns out it's not like a men's club like he thought it was they're really into this like new agey men's movement thing Mm -hmm. and they're trying to get back to their primitive selves and the way men were before they got so messed up and mary Mm -hmm. joe says really when was that before the big bang 
That was ridiculous. I love that. All they want to do is use the phone and get out of there, but mm-hmm. there is no phone because primitive. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Mary Jo's like, cool, can we just come in until you're finished? And Anthony says, I wouldn't recommend that. There are a bunch of crazed, yuppie bubbas and loincloths on a testosterone high. And he says, of course, since I'm the only black man in there. They decided I must be the tribal expert, like the Shaka Zulu of Atlanta wow. or something. Wow. Naturally, they were surprised when I couldn't even keep a steady beat on the drum. <laughs> That's why I'm guarding the door. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's proper that you come in. And Allison <laughs> channeling Suzanne says, excuse me. Um, I've just walked five miles in the mud. I'm freezing. Genuinely, because she said excuse. This, yeah. (laughs) And also, she immediately starts complaining about the situation that she's in. Um, this moisture is not good for my sinuses, and I'm really not looking for etiquette tips on what's proper from a guy wearing a diaper. Rude. Um, they go in and they're like, "Oh, how bad can it really be?" And then they walk in on these dudes sitting in a circle with like fur things wrapped around them and on their head and like like face painted and they look like cavemen it's with their little strange. polos on underneath yeah like they got their cavemen attire but then they're, they're like still furs, like wearing on them. button downs and polos it's yeah. very silly yeah the dude greets them and says he's the one called simba and carlene's like hey simba she's so cute yeah um they decide that the ladies can take shelter here but they must be quiet and not invade the manhood circle and Julia says, rest assured, we have no desire to get anywhere near your manhood. I mean, it is getting a little bit more bold, right? It I'm is. They, they, the that. double entendres are yeah. really yeah. racking up this season. Um, and she says, we'll just stay here. And then they all sit down. And Allison says, we'll just make ourselves comfortable. Um, if we're waiting for them to find their manhood, we're going to be here a while. Jeez. Uh, and uh, and, th- and thus we begin the jokes that I don't like. Yeah, I yeah, don't these, like these jokes, like about, picking on like, them jokes. Yeah, and th- they're not allowed to be like, um, I'm, I have so- have feelings. Can I go ahead and, and be on the soapbox a little bit? Do it while we're go for it there. That um, yeah, so offensive that like Anthony's in like kind of Af- African looking, like oh, sorry, not African looking, not like he's no. Uh, not like he's wearing like kente cloth, but I mean like what they think like a primitive, what they think like, a tribal African, yeah, yeah. person would look like. That's offensive. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and just not say it's offensive. I'm not that much on the soapbox, but I will say that um, I mean the word <laughs> you can yeah. be offended by, it, but I'm not gonna sit and be like listing right. things. That's offensive. That's offensive. I didn't like that. I didn't like um how much the laugh track is used for the men like sharing things and being like right emotional uh, yeah exactly emotional and trying to uh, support each other i didn't like the laugh track for that i didn't like how they had uh like there is also some bit of like Native American, like yeah, drumming. it felt like weird, like cultural appropriation. Yeah, and, like they had the drums, they yeah, had like a talking like stick that. with a feather on it. The painting yeah. also, and then the talking. Uh, yeah, it was inappropriate that they had like these names, but also the talking was like a little bit like I'm a caveman, but also are you being like uh tonto like with right. the accent yeah, like, like could what? not tell what was happening cuz yeah this the tone and intonations of everything yeah. they did and the way they did them it just I didn't like it so there I am back off the soapbox as we get into what's actually about to happen yeah. but I was like this is like none of this bad yeah okay and then too like as a good um play off of what you just said carlene doesn't understand she says is this like indian guides or something yeah which that's racist yeah. um 
And Allison no, says, Indian Guys was a YMCA thing. Was it? Oh, you don't know about this? I no. was Indian Princess. Complete appropriation. Oh, wow. My brother was an Indian guide. Um, it was something that the YMCA did for, uh, that was like fathers to have, specifically fathers, to be able to bond with their children. Oh. The the theory behind it is actually very sweet. The, okay. My dad did it because he wanted to be like closer to my brother and closer to me. And then it was like other dads, and like I knew, I knew these dads and their daughters for like a really long time. Okay. Um, but the it's appropriation at. Oh, okay, I bet. Like you pick, like my name was like Rainbow Robin. Like you pick, like oh, the Indian name. Yeah. You wear like mm. headdresses. No. Nope. Um, it's also kind of referenced in the movie Man, uh, Man of the House, which is not also does not. Hold I up. saw that. Yeah, but do you remember when I was nine? Had, like, yeah. Do you remember like the tribe though that was like of no. the dudes that that Chevy Chase goes. And with JTT, I remember very little of this movie. I, will, I just put it in my notes. I will show it a little bit, but like, if you want an idea of like what it is, okay. But, it's like, but yeah, 2019 Aaron can't handle it. Can't, yeah. But but not. like I said, like the, the time, no one knew that. Right. Not, that it was we didn't realize how yeah how it is. Right. And like I said, it was just trying to be sweet and yeah for for fathers to be able to do something like fun bond with their, with their kids. Yeah. yeah. We always did like crafts and like mm-hmm. we learned things and yeah. That's, so that's a little the bit. The idea of behind what's going it is very there. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. But not great. Um, and so Allison says, no, you know, it's not that. It's all this neo Jungian get in touch with your savage self. She names off some other psychologists, philosophers, whatever. <laughs> I didn't write them down. I don't care. They're yeah. all white dudes. I don't care. Yeah. Um, and she says, it's so modern because modern men feel like they've lost all their rituals. And Carlene's like, oh, I don't agree with that at all. My ex-husband, Dwayne Dauber, had many rituals, like how he'd always take that big, thick Sunday paper into the bathroom for all of Sunday morning, the way he'd stick, he'd suck on a toothpick after every meal, and then every time after we made love, he'd always say, that ought to tide you over. Oh, that Gross. Oh, jeez. No. That's too much. Um, and now they're doing the drum circle thing, mm-hmm. and um, Anthony is going on way too long and is not on beat. Mm-hmm. Um as referenced in the earlier joke (laughs) they're passing the truth stick around and only one person can talk who's holding the truth stick you have to share your tribal name and a story of betrayal by your father which anthony also will not follow instructions when we get there but um my next story that was saved and what was saved uh shared yeah and how the leader, like, it was about ice cream. Are you, are you going to tell the story? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, sorry. That's okay. Uh, but I, I mean, that I liked that the leader said, like, that um, he tried to make it actually emotional connection to it. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah, like, he wanted, they, like, because all of our stuff stems from childhood, and so he wants them to share mm-hmm. their stories about how their fathers let them down. Um, and then this one guy takes the stick and he says he is uh, Shamu because he takes orders from no one. Um, Allison finds that insanely funny because yeah. he's also a larger dude. Yeah. Um, but he tells how his dad took him and his siblings to get ice cream and they got like two scoops or whatever. And he only got one small scoop. And as a boy, um, like the shame of it still haunts him because he felt inferior with his little scoop. And Carlene says, I don't get why he just didn't go back and get himself another scoop. Yeah. Which is not the point of the story at all. But and Allison being a dick says, believe me, I'm sure he did commenting on his weight. Yeah. Um, and then there's like there's they're chanting about the one scoop and his father's love and he should have gotten to 
And then it's Anthony's turn, and he says that he's called Fess because Daniel Boone was a man. You had to explain a that very to me. big man. Very big I had man. to explain Fess like, Parker. Yeah, like, but I knew. But yeah, like, he was like so made sense. Fess. I was like, what? Oh, Parker. <laughs> got it. And then he talks about being the only man at work, and the women he works with have interfered with his manly endeavor to obtain us revenue. And when he asks them to hold their peace, they refuse to be silent. As soon as he says refuse to be silent, Allison gets up and says, excuse me, and yanks the stick out of his hand and says she would like to respond to that. Anthony tells her to sit down. This is not the Oprah Winfrey show. Wow. And Allison says, I'm holding the true stick. Doesn't that mean I have the floor? And they say the stick is for men only. And then Allison says, lighten up, Sambo. Um, No. Okay. Wait, what does she mean by Sambo? Because he's Simba. He tells her oh, to like, and she says, yeah. I, was, I thought maybe that was like some reference I didn't get, but she just had Simbo She, wrong. yeah, she just said Sambo, which is it. a racist It is, thing. right? Yeah. Okay. It's like little black Sambo. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, got it. And he says, it's Simba, and she's like, whatever. All I wanted to say is that we're not trying to interfere or anything. Do whatever you want. That's all I had to say. And then she passes the stick to Carlene, because she's walked back over to where they're all sitting. Mm-hmm. Carlene speaks like into it. And she says, one time I stole a, a handful of candy corn at the grocery store. I didn't mean to. <laughs> and Mary Jo yanks the other hand. And she's like, they don't want us to play. Here's your stick. Um, and she's like, don't you? You look familiar. Like, don't you sell real estate? Like, didn't you sell my neighbor's house? And he says, yeah, this weekend I'm a wild man. But here's my card. <laughs> and Simba's like, enough. I demand silence. The one that is called Fess has brought dishonor to our sacred circle of manhood. You have allowed the impure ones to pollute our many, our manly mysteries. And Julia says, excuse me, Simba. I know we weren't invited here and we intend to be moving along as soon as possible. And then Simba says, like, she's like interrupts her kind of and says to Anthony, you must be punished for bringing them here. And Julia says, no, I don't think so, Simba. And, um, and Anthony's like, excuse me, would you mind waiting a minute while I have a word with the impure one? Mm-hmm. He's like, look, I know these guys are a little off the beam, but I'm trying to get us a business here. Like, I'm close to getting them in. Um, I'm a partner in this firm now, and I want to get us some work, even if I do have to wear a loincloth to do it. I mean, he's wearing that loincloth. He is wearing it. And he tells them, or like, it's you know, they tell him that that's noble or whatever, and he tells Simba he's ready for his punishment. Um, And then we cut to sometime later. The storm is cleared. The wild men have been gone for over a half hour. (laughs) Allison wants them to get on with the stupid punishment thing. Mm -hmm. And Carlene says it's not right that they're punishing Anthony because, like, we're the impure ones who polluted their mysteries. I I hate that, this impure ones. Yeah. Like, what? I hate that. And then Allison says, Carlene, do us all a favor and don't mention that those quests for fire weenies get back. Like, because Allison doesn't want to be punished. Mm -hmm. And Julia says, you know, they better have a lot of money, basically, for this design job. Oh, right. And Anthony says, they do, and, like, after all that I've been through, like, we better get this job. And he talks about this guy, Davis, who runs this thing. Like, he's not even here. He's, like, a recluse kind of guy. He's, like, the Howard Hughes of men's liberation. And Mary Jo says, men's liberation. What a concept. (laughs) Look, it's 2019, and we still had, like, men's rights people coming up recently. So, do. So, it's like, wow, okay. Oh, we're just so tired of making all the money and having all the great jobs and getting to be president and never having to stand in line to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Allison's still looking out a window, and she says they have a bonfire going. 
And Carlin's like, they don't have a pot, do they? Yeah. And Allison's like, there's no pot unless you count that man's belly. Stop Still it. Stop. 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 It's not that funny. Let's stop. Like, it's so dumb that they're, like, here's the thing. I know that they're reacting because they're being called the impure ones. Right. And then they're wanting to, like, take down the men in response to it. But this is so silly, guys. Yeah. Just stop it, everyone. And, uh... Like she says, if this men's lib thing goes on much longer, they're going to have to invent a controlled top loincloth. Horrible. It's not funny. Carlene says, hey, I know. Let's play that game, Truth or Dare. That was always so much fun at slumber parties. Mary Jo is not amused. Um, Carlene grabs Julia by both of her hands. And she's like, Julia, who is the best kisser you've ever kissed in your whole life? Truth or Dare? No. What is it? So you ask Truth or Dare first. Yeah. And they pick one. And then one. they say, Yeah. And then Julia says, Carlene, I'm not going to tell you that. Mm -hmm. And then she says, okay, dare. Let me think. Let me think. What can we do? What can we do? Okay, I got it. With your bra wrapped around your head. Starts with that. Do your best operatic version of Born Free. Okay, go. I feel like she could have done that. She totally could have done that. (laughs) Um, And she says, no. Thank you. And Carlene's like, okay, but see, it's truth or dare. And Julia's like, it's either truth or dare or no thank you. Uh No, thank you. And Carlene's like, well, I guess there's different versions to the game. I believe I like my way better. <laughs> uh-huh. And Julia says, perhaps some other time, Carlene. And then Allison says, they're coming back, and the Simba guy is carrying a torch or something. They come in, and they're carrying a candle. Yeah. It's not a torch. It's not a torch. It's like a Christmas candle. Yeah. You know, with the little handle or whatever. Yeah. And um, Carlene's like, they're here. Hey. And Simba says, I like how you call a Christmas candle. I think of like Scrooge or <laughs> yeah. something. But that's also Christmas that's also Carol. Christmas. There you go. And then Carlene says, oh, this reminds me of a cheer. Hey, hey, ho, ho, let's get that ball and go or something like that. Yeah. And Simba's like, no talk of cheers. And then they're like, while we do this ceremony, the ladies must stay in no man's land. Mm. And Julia says, no man's land. Right now, that sounds like heaven. Oh, jeez. And I actually I have that. written here because the first time they say it, it sounds like shaving ceremony. Oh, shaving ceremony. <laughs> they're going to do a shaming ceremony. But both of us heard shaving ceremony. We did. I said it the second time. I was like, shaving ceremony. Yeah. I was like, Anthony's already pretty hairless. He's, yeah. So I don't know no what you're going to do for that. I liked it because it made me think of um, what we do in Shadows. Yes. Where we have like the shaming circle or whatever. And I have a gif of it for our show notes where it's just them going yes. shame, shame. <laughs> He's just standing shame. in the middle and all the vampires are like shame, 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 shame. That's what I thought maybe was going to happen. Yes. It was so good. So Anthony's in the chair of shame. He must feel the ultimate pain. Mm-hmm. He's the wild man no more. And they're going to extinguish his flame. And all they do is just all blow the candle out and then hug each other. Yeah. And like Allison's like, that's it. That's a shaming ceremony. That's pathetic. You should just call it a boring ceremony. I've shamed him better myself. If you want to shame somebody, got to go for their underwear. Oh, God. Allison, stop. I hate that. And Simba's like, silence. And Allison says, silence yourself, Sambo. Stop calling him Sambo. No, I don't like it. Simba says, it's Simba. Simba. And Julia's like, look, it's none of my business what you do with your free time, but I don't think real men going around shaming people are going around incessantly whining about their fathers. Um, and the dude says, our father, Shamu, says, our fathers betrayed us. They never taught us how to cry. And then he's crying. And Carlina's is very cute and says, oh, you seem to be doing fine. Yeah. And Julia's like, if you really want to feel like crying, try being one of those women who holds down a job, raises a family on the side, watches her legal rights erode year after year, and is still being told that women's lib has gone too far. Yep. That ought to make you feel like crying. Yep. Ho, ho. And then she watches. 
And then I said, like, I wonder what, I guess she's going to sing soon, huh? So, yeah, next episode. <laughs> that's it. Look for the, the musical number. Yeah. And Simba's like, that's it. Leave. Leave our manly hut. And Mary Jo's like, look, didn't mean to intervene in your caveman weekend. And, like, we can't leave until, like, our van is fixed, okay? And Simba says, okay, then we will leave. Our manually ritual room has been bespoiled. And then they walk out and immediately come back in because it's cold and wet outside. Yeah. And then Carlene's like, listen, why does, you know, why does it have to be one or the other us to leave? Like, why can't we just have a wild men and wild women mixer? Yeah. And um, this one dude says that that sounds good to him. And Simba asks who he is. And he says, I'm the one called Davis Gillette. I'm the founder of the yep. New Atlanta Men's Center. Boom. And they all immediately like bow to him. And he's like, get up, you idiots. I just wanted to come incognito to see how these meetings go. Um, Y'all have completely distorted my message. Like, real men are not afraid of real women. Mm-hmm. And then Anthony apologizes. I like this. I like that he's like, you messed it up. And this yeah. is what I meant to say to begin with. And right. I liked that. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag I liked what his original feminism. point is. Yeah. And Anthony apologizes. And he's like, you know, I thought it would be really great to spend a weekend with all men for once. But the truth is that these women have always been in my life. And they're always going to be in my life. And there's no yeah. getting away from that. No, he can't. So why try? Poor thing. Um, and he says, <laughs> also, I think this whole wild man thing is a crock. If you really want to bond, why don't you yell at baseball players, play <laughs> poker, or shoot animals like normal men? Mm-hmm. Mm, don't Not know like that. that. No. And he says, I'll be going now. And Davis says, ladies and fests, we'd be honored if you'd join us in the sweat lodge as an honorary wild, as honorary wild women. That sounds gross. Anyway. Um, what the fact that it's a sweat lodge yeah oh <laughs> and Simba's like but sir um and he's Davis says and the first man who whines about it is gonna get whopped on the butt with a truth stick yep and Davis says and then we'll test our manhood by fixing your van and then we'll talk about all the work that you're gonna be doing on my men's center I like this guy yeah me too and Carlin's like oh there's this song that we used to sing at Girl Scouts that they'd sing when words could not express how we felt. And we start off by holding hands. And so they all grab hands. It's cute. She said, and then we sing. And then she sings the Make New Friends, But Keep the Old. Yeah. One is Silver and the Other Gold song. Yeah. And then they do a round. And then the dude cries and says, it's so beautiful. Um, the Shamu guy. And then Anthony says. He's been crying the song? whole time. Shamu has been crying, been crying He's so got much. a lot of emotions. He tapped into something. Yep. He yeah. did. He got yeah. deep. And Anthony says, we had a song like that in Boy Scouts that we sang when we were too ashamed to show our real feelings oh, for God. one another. And it went like this. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. So 99 good. bottles of beer. And then they sing around and then we hit the credits. And They didn't have the ovaries just, just land on, I mean, end on a sweet sentimental no. note. They're like, no, we have to make it stupid. We have to make it stupid and funny at the end. I know it's hard do to do you? that. It's hard to lean into these moments and these characters. I On understand. like a sitcom. Yeah. I know. But come on. Did you have a favorite outfit? I did. Did you have a favorite outfit? Talk about yours first. Okay. So mine was Mary Jo's. Oh, good. Good. Um, they're only wearing one outfit. Yeah. Because it's one episode or it's one day or whatever in the episode. Uh, Mary Jo has on this like mustard color, uh, like button down that's very like silky and flowy. Mm-hmm. Um, and over top of it, she has this ni- very 90s vest mm-hmm. that is got like paintings on it. Yeah. Um, so I looked up because I recognized the top one. Yeah, is the Duke of Urbino by Piero della Francesca. Nice. Um, and then I couldn't really get enough of a view of the lower ones uh, because, yeah. like, that's she kept crossing her arms. Yeah, and stuff. she was. I was like, it's a dude episode. with a mustache and a floppy hat, and I don't yeah. really recognize it. So don't know. I don't know. So she's wearing this artist's 
vest over it. She's got it buttoned all the way up, and she's wearing kind of like mom jeans, like baggy yeah. jeans that are real high waisted, and her like, like muddy boots, and her hair, of course, is like big and crazy because it's humid and yeah. thunderstorm, and it just looks amazing. And yeah. I love it. How about you? Um, I did again. I appreciate Anthony and his outfit. Yes, but I also is problematic outfit. So right. whatever. Um, I really liked the bright hot pink of Julia's dress. Yes, very bright. Um, she just had like a blazer that was over it, but it was mm-hmm. just so pink, and I I just liked that. It was like hot pink. It was very yeah. like 1991. It was. It looked good on her. I wanted. I asked you to talk first so that I could say the thing about who the art. Oh was. yes, cool. I'm glad you did that because <laughs> I would forget otherwise. Yeah. Um, and that's our episode, huh? That's it. Yeah. I hope the next one's actually Christmassy. Although, like so. you said, like this definitely, I couldn't find anything about it because unfortunately, we have the most information about designing women, right? And that's saying absolutely nothing. That's nothing. But whenever, we don't know like, shit, guys. There's like we're not holding back trivia for you. We, we just, don't know like, anything. Can't find it. We don't know anything. It's just there's not that much about this show. Like when we research. It doesn't come up, unfortunately. I mean, some of some of you guys know more. Yeah, um, y'all definitely know more than know, we and do. That's great. I'm really excited when you share stuff with us. But um, yeah, I couldn't find if this was out of order, but it clearly is. It seems yeah. It's probably just a filler one. Yeah. Um, but hopefully next week is going to be actually Christmassy. They do sometimes hopefully. do Christmassy ones, don't they? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll sometimes. see. Hopefully, we'll get one. We'll see. Um, speaking of, I guess we'll, uh, talk to you next time. Oh yeah, we gotta do our plugs though. Oh shit. We are. Sorry. All over the internet. (laughs) That's okay. I didn't ask you where can people find us. We are the Girls Who Game of Sugar Bakers on iTunes and our Podbean site. We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps us reach more people. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. Bye. I'm so excited. Boop.